Welcome to the Business for Aligned Women podcast. I'm Honey. I'm a coach working primarily with women and specializing in aligned business, personal transformation and embodiment. Each week here I'll be sharing business strategy, business advice, tips and tools for you to think more deeply, for you to get more self-aligned and for you to start your week in the most conscious and intentional way possible. Welcome to a little life update episode. I thought it's been a while since I did a ramble and I do want to do these more routinely. I know that you guys really like them and just checking in on kind of what's going on with me and anything that I've been enjoying. So I couldn't work out whether I wanted to call these life episodes or self episodes. I think we'll go with life because it's not just about me. I hope that these, everything I share in my podcast is beneficial for you and for other people. And I will let you know before I get started, I've got two little dogs, one little one and a half year old cinnamon and one little 16, 17 week old basil. And they're kind of rolling around this room and snoring and playing. So hopefully they don't distract you, but hopefully you're a dog person. So I will start today as per usual with my recommendation. My recommendations the last couple of weeks have been pretty out of left field. This one is, it's it's probably more autumn and winter based, but uh, if you're in a different season, maybe flag this for later on. And again, a lot of my recommendations are things that are kind of basic and kind of simple, but I think things that we often forget or let go of. And it is to meal prep soups and stews so lately i've been making a big effort to meal prep at least two soups or stews on the weekend and we usually eat for dinner a soup or a stew during the week as well and just having them packaged up portioned up and frozen in my freezer and especially when it's coming into the cooler months but just being able to have a home-cooked healthy, low sodium, warming, grounding, nourishing lunch without really any effort, just having to warm it up in a saucepan and pop it in a bowl is really, really supportive of my business. I know that sounds so crazy, but you know, if you're you're already feeling a bit stretched, you're already feeling a bit rushed and then you have to eat, like I will be the first to admit I have probably spent most of my self-employed working days just not even eating lunch because I'm just working through and I get that kind of tunnel vision. But taking a break, having something warming and grounding and nourishing, uh, for me, it's usually like an Ayurvedic dal or a, I do like a really um, 90s apricot chicken stew or just uh, I've got a really nice cauliflower roasted cauliflower one at the moment and one of my tricks is to roast or fry vegetables in the air fryer and then just chuck them all in the Vitamix maybe with some stock or some cream or whatever it is and blend that up and it's like a presto done super super easy not much to clean up and I just come back in the afternoons feeling so much more clear and so much more grounded because I've nourished myself in that way. Before I get started I did want to remind you that I have only two spaces left I'm saying that now I'm recording this on the 18th of April and right now I have only two spaces left for my next one-to-one coaching intake which is happening in late May and then the next 
intensives won't be open until September. So if you have been listening every week and thinking, hmm, I really do need to kind of get onto this, now is the time to do it. Uh, if you're like, oh, I'm not ready right now, but it is something I want to do, I would highly suggest securing your space for September. It gives you a four to five month long payment plan which is going to feel really luxurious and spacious and gentle and you'll be locked in and if you don't know how I work I I don't only give a lot of pre-reading and kind of projects for you to think about and do before we get started but I also really advocate for pre-season and season uh, I mean, setting yourself up with a pre-season if you have a big project coming up. And I think one-to-one coaching intensives is a big project. So you're really setting yourself up and giving yourself the best playing field to come into coaching in the most grounded and clear and confident kind of way. And giving yourself four months to prepare and do that is a really powerful way to do that. So if you are interested in one-to-one coaching, you can book a free call via my website or the link in the show notes. You can secure a space right away on my website, or you can also just send me a DM on Instagram and we can get the ball rolling and start talking about it. All right, so let's get into kind of the things that I am doing and thinking about and that are part of my life right now in autumn, April 2023. So I think something that I know you guys like is to learn about the different structures and systems that I use in order to stay really embodied and really kind of on point. So most people listening to this podcast are probably already using my monthly mood notion template. And that's a kind of like self dashboard that you can have for your entire month and something that I've been doing this year is rather than creating one of those every month which is a really fun creative process I've just been creating one for each season so I have an autumn one and then I'll have a winter one spring one so on and I found this can be really helpful to stop me from overdoing things to stop me from biting off more than I can chew and also kind of setting goals that are really unrealistic and unattainable. So that means that I have one theme or intention that I really dedicate myself to embodying for three months at a time and I only have three goals. So three main goals that I am working towards in that three months. Now this is personal so I do have other goals for my business but in terms of personal growth and staying on track and being healthy and all of that kind of thing I only have three goals. So just so you know and a little bit of background my theme and my intention for autumn is embodied and intentional. Now that sound might sound really basic it might sound like yeah shouldn't you shouldn't that already be part of your experience but I think for everyone, we wax and wane in terms of our dedication to things and how we prioritize them. And over the last month or three months, my theme was supported and supportive. And I found that there was a really helpful practice where I journal every day. Uh, It's pretty much a non-negotiable for me to not to journal. And if I don't journal, that is a really good indicator to me that I am way too busy. I probably journal for about 10 to 15 minutes every day and that generally happens either 
in bed in the morning with a cup of tea or if I've gone out for a walk when I get home from my walk and in between then and working out and I have just had a little marker on the top of every page I just put a little f to mean focus and I write down uh, my focus is embodied and intentional and I review how much I feel like I am living that today and maybe yesterday and I also note if there is any things that are really opposing that I need to get a hold of and having that every single day check in with my theme is really really important to me for instance a big thing was because I've been waking up a lot earlier I have been relying on my phone alarm and that kind of tends to get mean that my phone ends up in the bedroom with me and that is just like not a part of my reality that hasn't been a part of my reality for like six years so the fact that it's crept back in was a bit of a red flag so you know every single day for a week I write down well I'm not being embodied and intentional because I'm starting my day on my phone in my bed and that has been enough for me to set up systems so that that's no longer going to happen and set up my phone in a way that that's not even going to be fun or like not something that I can do so I really suggest if you're using the monthly mood board if you feel overwhelmed if you haven't been kind of living your intentions or your goals maybe stretch it out to seasonal or quarterly and also if you're a journaler write down that little focus point around your theme because as I talk about all the time you know setting goals setting themes and just never being in touch with them and then at the end of the month you go whoops didn't do that forgot about that it's just a recipe for low self-worth and it's just it's a really it's would be better for you to not set anything than to keep behaving in that way so my three man goals for this quarter are to get on my peloton bike every single day even if it's just for 15 minutes i have flunked out pretty hard on that in april so far because i've been having a lot of energy and motivation to work and i've kind of been diving straight into my work but hopefully i can reprioritize that as a goal over the next two months another one is to just kind of develop a healthier relationship with food and i feel like i've already achieved that in april so i might check that off and add another goal for the next two months and the third goal which is another one that i'm flunking out on is setting aside a couple of hours every week for writing practice and this is both just it is with the end goal and the intention of writing a book but i'm kind of self enough and i self aware enough and i listen to enough podcasts about books and by authors to know you just need to start the practice um so allowing that time to be there for me to start writing every week and have that ritual is something that i'm working on again it hasn't really happened i have been setting it as fridays and i think that's really dumb because usually i'll have something that i haven't finished during the week that i need to do that is what is happening right now right now i'm recording this podcast when i should be in my writing practice and i didn't record the podcast yesterday so it's kind of a carryover space but also i think i feel a bit tired towards the end of the week so i probably need to renegotiate that and also maybe you know 
it shouldn't happen as part of my work week. I should have it as on the weekend. Work means I have to work four or five days. Maybe it's unrealistic to say I'm going to get that writing practice in. So these are some of the ways that I look at my own goals. And I hope you can tell that I'm being straightforward and I'm telling the truth, but I'm also not bashing myself for it. Uh, I don't feel like I'm creating crazy excuses. I know what I've done. I know that I'm not meeting those standards, but I'm creating structures in which I'm more likely to in the future. So it's not about beating yourself up. It's just about these things are important to you. If your goal is not important to you, you shouldn't have it as a goal. These things probably have some correlation with your values and your identity. So we need to keep recentering them. Another thing that is really front and center, front of mind, like I said to my clients at the start of every session, is living seasonally. So this is something that I've always done, especially with my interest in Ayurveda. Uh, but I feel like moving to the countryside has just made it so much more prominent and like I've, I'm just oh I really love autumn I really love fall when I was younger and growing up on the coast I really loved summer and going to the beach but now I love the ephemeral nature of just this small window where all of the leaves turn really bright and really different and I know that in a in a few weeks they'll all be gone and then we'll have bare dark trees for another few months and it just there's something so special and magical and delicious in being really present to that ephemeral change and that liminal space that in-between space that I'm really really enjoying and I'm also really loving just because I am so into autumn and fall and I'm really finally allowing myself to be I am like looking up all autumn and fall recipes on Pinterest and crafts and home styling and practices and tv shows and movies and books and um, you know all of these different things and so that has really looked like more knitting, starting knitting patterns, making sure that I've planted everything in my garden for autumn in order to get that really juicy garden in spring. I've planted a lot of parrot tulip. If you don't know what a parrot tulip is, please look it up because they're so beautiful. Parrot tulip bulbs and I'm looking at putting in some dahlias and yeah, I'm just really excited about what's going to happen with that on the other side of winter. And some of the other things I've done is I've gone and found these like really, really cute little heirloom Japanese pumpkins. And I, we've got a little window above our front door and that's stacked with like 10 of these pumpkins. I have been making a little I'm not sure what you would call it a little hanging of dried leaves so I'm kind of making like a big fat tube of dry leaves by sewing them together through the center kind of looks like tinsel but dried leaves and I'm also making a wreath with all of the beautiful seasonal colors especially from my garden and some copper wire and of course knitting lots of different things I'm knitting one of those really kind of naff turned cool balaclavas and I'm really looking forward to it because it's like a balaclava with a whole face 
peephole so it's not just your eyes and it means that it kind of operates like a hood so you know when you wear a beanie it's either on or it's off but with this you could pull it down like a hood if you got too hot and then pull it back up and then it kind of acts as a scarf as well because it's warm around your neck if you don't already know i'm a really big crafter and i kind of realized the other day that this is i realized through doing journaling via the moon lists uh, second version if you don't know moon lists google it she's got a journaling workbook and she's got the digital versions which i use on my remarkable tablet and there was a question around lineage and connection to lineage and craft and being a craftsperson is such a part of my lineage and it is probably the one thing that has always been a part of my life like making and creating with my hands has been ever since I was like three years old and that's been a can and I know everyone might say oh yeah I love crafting as well well I have a degree in which I majored in in craftsmanship and I you know got a scholarship to university to do silversmithing and then I finished doing embroidery at university so yes I know everyone likes it but this is a serious part of my life and I've always been known as someone who is the cook or the good baker or good at preserving and you know my first one of my first proper jobs was teaching beading classes to little kids and obviously I have my teaching degree and I taught ceramics and hand printing photography and it's just such a huge part of who I am and my identity to be making things and um, using my hands in order to produce things that are real in the world so I've been knitting jumpers and jumpers for my dogs and knitting little cotton placemats as well because a lot of our tables are glass and my partner really hates the sound of things being put on glass and yeah just enjoying really giving myself the time and space to do that craft and in craftsmanship I kind of include gardening in my mind as well some things that have been on my list that I keep pushing off is uh, learning sauerkraut and learning gluten-free sourdough so those are two things that are on the horizon for me and I wanted to bring them up as well because another thing that I've been thinking about is ways to expand my brain and my mind and some of those for me are learning new languages so last year I dove back into Japanese I actually studied Japanese at university and also this year it's French and it's just great to use your brain in a way that it doesn't get used in a day-to-day -day basis and the same thing with that is knitting from patterns because I have been knitting for 35 years making things up in my head like making it up as I go along and it's got me so far but I want to start making some really pretty nice things and it's totally new to me all of it's new to me I think I did do a pattern when I was a teenager because I know I did a feral jumper and I can kind of remember doing that but uh, not since I've really been an adult so you know it's a whole new world it's a whole new set of language it's a whole new set of techniques and it involves a lot of questions and involves a lot of YouTube tutorials 
And I just think it's really healthy to do different things outside of your norm and allow your brain to have that elasticity. In the same kind of respect, you know, I'm just so thoroughly enjoying being really cozy and rugging up and putting on warm socks and I've got sweats on and my nice pure wool turtleneck and a really big chunky scarf that my partner says it looks like a unicorn vomited on me uh, but it's just so nice and warm and really allowing that time to just take the time out in the middle of the day to read or to meditate or go for a walk and really enjoying and acknowledging the season and what the season calls for around me. I mentioned it last episode, but another thing that I've really been enjoying is matcha lattes instead of coffee. I'm really late to the game with that one. I have had matcha in my cupboard probably for like a year and it was too stimulating for me the last time I tried it. I think my cortisol was just so through the roof that I couldn't even deal with matcha, but now I seem to be able to handle it. And I actually just do matcha, whisk it up with a little bit of warm water and a little sprinkle of cinnamon and some vanilla syrup. So matcha is really bitter and people add a lot of different sugars and things, but I find the vanilla syrup is really, really good. I'm always looking for better matcha brands. So if you have a matcha powder that you really love that's available in Australia, please send me a DM. Let me know what it is. So far, I've tried Orchard Street and Shokuiku. And I'm, yeah, I find, you know, they're really expensive uh, for what you get. And I'm looking at to see if there is anything that I can get that's a bit more value. And out of those two, I actually preferred the Orchard Street one. So some other, let's talk about some recommendations and some things that I've been reading and enjoying of late. So I've read a lot of books. This I think I'm up to book 45 in April which is pretty good because my goal for the year is 100 so I feel like I will make it I don't feel pressured by my goal at all because I am a little bit ahead and like a lot of those books have been thrillers uh, mysteries psychological thrillers suspense novels and a lot of them have been just through Kindle Unlimited so I'm not saying that they're of the highest quality And I have also realized that while I do enjoy Kindle Unlimited and being able to read books that I probably wouldn't choose or buy, and every now and then that means I land on something that I really, really enjoy and just would never expect. Right now I'm reading a book called A Year at the French Farmhouse. And it just like when you see the cover, you'll be like, who would choose to read that? But it's like so good. It's like everything that I like. It's got really funny, crass humor. And it's nice to just, I have a folder on my Kindle of feel good books. Feel good and fantasy is like the one folder. And man, if you read thrillers or if you read really intense literary books, just diving into like a gentle book uh, or a YA book or a fantasy book, it's just like, a breath of fresh air especially if I know a lot of my clients are really interested in self-improvement and that's all they read give yourself a break read a fantasy book you know I read this one book through Kindle Unlimited called The Divine Donut Shop and it was about this matriarchal family who own a donut shop in Arizona I think and um 
really Christian, totally characters unlike anything I would have chosen to read and really basic and really simple and just so enjoyable. It's like a bubble bath for your brain. But I was saying, you know, I've probably read more random crap from Kindle Unlimited than I intended and I have like a 200 book TBR to be read list. So I probably need to chill out on my Kindle Unlimited and I'm going to read everything that I've got that I really want to read right now and then I might pause it and just start buying the books that I actually have on my list. One of the things that I've really been enjoying is just sending free samples to my Kindle. I don't know if people read Kindle maybe because I'm new to it. I didn't even realize that you could do that. So I had bought a few books that I don't really like and I haven't finished but you can actually send yourself a free sample, which is quite hefty to see if the book is right for you. So I've been doing that heaps. And basically, if I hear anything that comes up of anyone talking about a book, I'll just send myself the sample. So it's there later on. I'm still obsessed with my Kindle. Uh, I'm still reading hard copy books that I have that I have had on my list. Hard copy book that I'm reading right now is I'm reading the last uh, of the Akratar a Court of Thorns and Roses series by Sarah J. Maas. Uh, it's called A Court of Silver Flames and it's a chunky one. And I just read that during the day because the light of reading something really disturbs my sleep and my hormones and the Kindle doesn't do that. So that's kind of where I've landed. I'll read during the day in my lunch break and on weekends with hard copy and at night it's Kindle only for that reason. Some books that I have enjoyed recently are I Have Some Questions For You, which is a book about a journalist, a podcaster who goes back to her prep school and thinks about a murder that happened when she was in high school. And it's, you know, if you like true crime, if you like podcasts, it's really, really interesting if you are interested in like gender stuff and how that is portrayed within true crime and also within crime statistics, I think it will be up your alley. It made me cry on multiple occasions and it's like a whodunit and whodunits don't usually make me cry, but just kind of the realities of how women are treated and what women have to go through really got to me. And also, um, anyone who's convicted on base of race or anything like that and how unjust that system can be sometime. Another book was My Year of Rest and Relaxation. This one was a hard copy one that I picked up for free from my library and it's about a woman who kind of has depression, maybe she has chronic fatigue and she decides to basically take a year out just to sleep and She does that through a wild concoction of medications, which, you know, doesn't sound ideal, but I really, really related to that character because of, yeah, just feeling exhausted and just like really enjoying sleep at the moment. And she is just absolutely brutal which is also something I appreciate and the ending will surprise you. And I kind of wish that ending didn't happen because I wanted her to maintain her brutality, if that makes sense. Another one, of course, The Divine Donut Shop. And another really feel-good book is The Bookish Life of Nina Hill. I think this one was pretty popular maybe last year. I'm not sure, but I know there's a follow-up or a spin-off book that is coming out or has come out. And again, it's just like a comedy, romantic, funny, all about a bookstore. And I really, really liked it. In terms of TV, 
I am joining, jumping on the bandwagon with everyone else. I really, really enjoyed Daisy Jones and the Six. It was not something, it wasn't a book that I could read. I just, I'm really bad with dialogue in fiction. And this book was, a lot of it was a transcript. I might try and read it now that I've watched the TV show and I know what it's all about. I'd like to explore how the book is different, but I didn't really know much going into it. And I think it really took like two or three episodes to get into it. But once I was into it, I was like fully, fully dedicated and it just broke my heart into a thousand pieces and Billy June, you know, I, I don't see myself as usually being attracted to men, but every now and then a man will pop up and I'll be like, mm-hmm, yep, there we go. You got me. And that one, that character got me. I, yeah, I just loved it. I think you'll enjoy it too. And it's so meta and strange, but they've released an album of all of the music and it's written by really legitimate songwriters and I think they're also touring and I said to my dad I was like this is that's so weird and my dad is a big muso and he was like no that's exactly what they did in Spinal Tap it really works so who knows you know maybe we'll be going to see Daisy Jones and the Six live another thing that I've been listening to a lot is my Subtle Alchemy playlist so I put together a playlist to kind of conjure the energy and the vibration of my new offering subtle alchemy and it's just really gentle and soft and slow and not many lyrics on that playlist so it's something that you can kind of have in the background i'll link it in the show notes it's on spotify check it out have a listen i feel like that's about all that's kind of going on with me at the moment uh life's pretty boring to be honest it's but but i'm absolutely loving it just gentle just enjoying gardening and crafting and cooking and being cozy and reading and yeah that's about it i'm always always up to hear your podcast recommendations books audiobooks tv shows movies like give it all to me I'll be spending a lot of winter solo and I, yeah, I need all of those things where I live gets really cold and pretty dark. So I will be up for all the recommendations. So if you have anything at all, you know, I love my fantasy. I love my, my thrillers, my true crime, uh, send it through. And if you have any wrecks that are autumn or fall specific, I would really appreciate them because that's kind of my jam at the moment. It's been really nice to be able to talk about life rather than business so i will make sure to do this a little bit more often and yeah i will chat and be in your ears next week thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode i know you're busy and you don't know how much i appreciate and value your time and your energy spending it with me each week If you have a moment, hit follow. If you're not already following, this is a really simple way to help get the podcast out and also just make sure that you get that episode every single Monday morning, 7 a.m. Sydney time so that you can start your week in the best way possible. If you haven't left a five-star review, please do screenshot it, send that to me as a DM and you'll go in the running each month to win a little something. I'm giving away my workshop, my embodiment tool, 
tools and I'm going to be giving away a 30 minute one-to-one coaching call soon so if you haven't done that please make sure to do that to go into the drawer share this episode with anyone who you think might find it supportive and helpful if you've found it really helpful please post your stories and tag me so that I can share with my own community Follow everywhere at Honeybashan Coaching or honeybashan.com. And you can also subscribe to receive direct emails from me in the show notes. And those emails are everything from, you know, every second week I'll send you a little embodiment tool or a little bit of journaling. And also that's where you get my seasonal musings emails that everyone absolutely loves and also any exclusive offers there is always discounts in the show notes Uh, so check out the show notes to see what goodies you can get i'll see you next week